Good morning, Delaware. It's another beautiful Friday morning, and I am here, Nicole Fowles, Communications Coordinator for the Delaware County District Library, with my loyal co-host, Molly Myers-Lebady. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Molly. And we have a very special guest today. It is, oh man, Scott, I'm going to say it so bad, Scott Zook. Zuch. Zuch. Yep, that's okay. Everybody mispronounces it. I always it. want to do the CH as a CK because mm-hmm. that's more of like a German thing. Yes, yeah. and it's actually Hungarian. Ah, see, oh, that's cool. That's why I yeah. do Zuch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. I got the SZ part right, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott is an adult services, adult reference, what do they call you Adult now? services librarian. Librarian. Yep. Yes. Amazing. I'm like a reference well adult librarian. Well-earned title, I must say. Because I've had a few titles, uh, <laughs> even recently, so... <laughs> But we are so happy to have you on. In the second half of the show, Scott is going to be talking about NaNoWriMo. So cool. I'm just learning about it, and I am excited. I will let you on. It is not an alien greeting from Mork and Mindy. It is, in fact, shortened for National Novel Writing Month. But exactly. we could push it more by making it a greeting during this month, we right? Could, yeah, we could find a handshake and all oh, of those other. Oh, we're doing that. Yeah. I'm taking notes as we speak. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Well, as we begin most of our shows, we will be talking about first uh, things that we have maybe recently read or listened to. Oh, Molly, but of course. What are you up to these days? Well, I just finished a book that I thoroughly enjoyed, though I was a little confused at first. This is one that stick with it, everybody. I read Stuart Turton's The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, also known as The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle. Please don't ask me why. Okay. All I know is you can find it both ways, and on Goodreads, I can only find one to list it under. Interesting. So, I'm going to set the mood. Imagine you wake up in the middle of a forest, Mm -hmm. and you don't know who you are, but you know Anna's missing and you've got to find Anna. You're very upset. You stumble around looking for Anna until you find pretty much a mansion. When you go in, everyone seems to know you, seems to think something's wrong. They kind of take you and put you to bed. Mm. When you wake up the next morning, you're back in the mansion, but you're no longer in the same body you were in. Ooh. And Evelyn Hardcastle dies at the end of the night. And before you know it... There is a cycle of waking up and trying to stop the death of Evelyn Hardcastle. Now, I have to say, I I didn't know that much going into this book. You knew nothing. I knew nothing, which is how I love to start books Gone Girl. That one messed me up. I was not ready for what was going to happen in this one. This one won't (laughs) mess you up as much. But in the beginning, you're a little like, who's the character? This is one of the books that my mom would take notes on who is who. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I love looking at her notes when she writes books because you want to try to keep track of which character that he's hopping to. Okay, Who is Anna is a big question we have. Who is really Evelyn? Who are any of them? I have to tell you, this book just takes a little while and then you're hooked. And you're like, who's he going to wake up now? Can he wake up in more than one body? Can he change what's happening? Or is this a loop he's stuck in? Mm -hmm. Are there other people stuck in the loop? How did they get there? How does it end? Does it ever end? And that is what you'll learn without me giving you any spoilers. And then as a reader, you're even thinking, like, what genre is this? What is, genre? Is fantasy? this fantasy? Sci-fi? Right, yeah. Is this mystery? Right. Is this magical, historical mystery? Magical realism? Paranormal? Yeah. 
is this. I know. And it's it, fun. Absolutely. So Stuart Turton's The Seven Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle or The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle is a fantastic read. Um, it was a 2018 Sunday Times bestseller. It won a uh, Colta Book Award, Costa Costa Book Award. Yeah. I can't read on my screen <laughs> in 2018. And it just as a whole is a fun, fun ride to go on. I actually put this one off because I'd enjoyed the um, the cover reminded me of the seven husbands of, of Evelyn Hugo. Of Evelyn Hugo. Right? The covers kind of look the same. And the names are so, the same. But they're different authors. Yeah. They're completely different. You're not going to have, it's not like a prequel or a sequel. It's a totally different read. Evelyn's are just having their day. Evelyn's are having their day. <laughs> and or not in this case. Ooh, right. <laughs> um, she's dying over and over and over again. Over and over um, And you don't know why. Man, that's a good tease. That is a good tease, I like it if I say so myself. Good job. I've sounds been thinking like a, about it. It sounds like a very dark um, Groundhog Day. It <laughs> really is. Bill Murray kept popping into other people's bodies, Ooh, I guess. yeah. It is absolutely a very dark... Yeah, and somebody dies at the end of every one of these. Though Bill Murray, you know, at one point during Groundhog Day, that got pretty dark, too. That's true. Spoiler alert. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Scott, I don't know if I prepped you, but have you been reading or listening to anything lately that you'd like to share? The minute you mentioned that, I thought, oh, it's been a while since I've... Life has been a little busy for me. The I good will thing sing... is, is that when you're not on the radio every week, you have a lifetime of books to choose from. <laughs> Absolutely, sure. Um, I'm trying to think. I think the most recent one I've read, I am a big spy thriller reader. Ooh. And I've slowly been going through all of the uh, Ian Fleming written James mm-hmm. Bond books. I just finished those. And there is a one-off called Colonel Sun that is... I'm going to re- struggle to remember the uh, the actual author. Um, I believe uh, Robert Kingsley is the author that is listed, but it's actually Martin Ami, I think. Hmm, okay. So it was apparently a contest that they put out and said, write the next Bond novel, and he was the only one that responded back Are in you like 1960, whenever that was. And he responded, they printed it, it's actually a very, very different Bond novel than obviously anything that uh, Ian Fleming wrote. It is more focused on a colonel from China. You still have that whole 1960s East versus West subtext mm-hmm. where Bond better take care of this or bad things. Uh, or else. Yes, yeah, or that, else. <laughs> that, because that's like every Bond novel. Yes. Uh-huh. But there is a lot more, like the stakes keep getting ratcheted up with every stretch and i i really appreciated this one i was not obviously going from what you kind of view as like the creator and then somebody else takes it over i was not sure what to expect with this and i was walked away very pleased it's probably one of my top three well and the fact that that he you know answered the call to what you like you said a contest Mm -hmm. and they and he wrote it and they still allowed it because you know they could say like no this does not fit within (laughs) the brand (laughs) and the fact that they allowed it within the brand and i'm still letting nobody else entered like i need to find these contests i mean it could be like maybe intimidation i don't know like i don't want to follow up Ian i know that's completely fair Well, I am still in the progress, uh, in progress with one particular book that I'm working on. Um, you 
may have known that we have had several wonderful authors this year. We have mm-hmm. one more coming actually next year. Um, if you are, aren't aware, Tommy, um, Orange is going to be here tomorrow. You're, it's sold out. So thanks for getting your tickets in advance. But in February, we have Neil Schusterman coming. Oh, and Neil, Neil Schusterman is a, um author for young adults. Uh, he writes uh, tween and teen kind of age, so middle school and high school. Um, his content is all over the place. Um, he's got some very, very popular books, but I just wanted to go ahead and kind of get into his writing. And the one that I started with, um, because it happened to be available on audiobook, on Libby, Always a win. Right. Was It's called Dry. And it is by Neil, but he co-writes it with his son, Jared. Oh, that's um, fun. I love when families work together yes. on a book. And he, uh, I am listening to the audiobook, and he is one of the, one of the a cast of the narrators in the Ooh. audiobook, Neil is. Um, I, I don't know if Jared is or not. Not that I, not that I can tell. But what the book is about, Dry, um, is it's about there's a drought in California in the present day world. And um, it just kind of begins with people knowing that, that there's a drought. We need to mm-hmm. save our water. We need to do this and to do that. Um, they start to say the typical things. You can't water your lawn. You can't, um, you know, use just like extra water for things that are unnecessary. You just really need to be smart about your, your water use. Um, they start to say, you know, don't shower, you know, or do um, they start doing those campaigns where it's, it's like turn off the sink when you're brushing mm-hmm. your teeth. Don't have water running when you brush your teeth. Get your body wet in the shower, then turn off the shower, soap and lather and do all the things, then turn it back on to rinse it off. And that's that. Um, but it gets worse and worse and worse. It gets to a point of catastrophic proportions. Um, and they're calling it the tap out because it means that now you turn your tap on and it's out. There's nothing oh, yeah. coming out of the tap. Um, so people are trying to figure out what do we do about this. And of course, like any good YA uh, author, uh, it centers on two teens mm-hmm. and uh, their next door neighbors, and they have really nothing in common. A very popular girl, um, a very nerdy boy, and uh, the nerdy boy's family, they're a little bit of the type of family that uh, I would say preppers. I yes. think is the right <laughs> not 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 doomsdayers, but just preppers, preppers. You know, they've got uh, they've got a whole you know basement filled with water with food. They have their own irrigation system on their property. Uh, they know how to turn um, you know evaporation and condensation into drinkable water. They just skills. They're ready, you know. Um, and the boy um, is a very nice boy, and he wants to help this girl whose family is very much not prepared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they start to work together. They start to become friends. And um, Alyssa, the girl, she um, comes to him at one point because her parents have gone to the ocean. They're in California. So they said that they're going to set up a, um, oh, what's it called, when, the, when you can filter the ocean water and make it into fresh water. Wow, words I don't know. Mm, saline. Last week we were way classier with our vocabulary. I think it's a distillation. Ooh, a distillation. Dist- yeah. That's dist- like how you make alcohol, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Someone and will water. correct me. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> so, so Maybe it's anyway, both the same thing. There you go. FEMA has come and they've set up these places along the coast to help, you know, make ocean water into fresh water. And uh, her parents have gone to it, but they got there yesterday and they haven't come back yet. 
And then another day goes by and they still haven't come back. And so Alyssa and the neighbor go on this and on this adventure to try and see, um, you know, how they're going to survive. What happened to her parents? What's going to be the end of this of this tap out? Is there an end of this tap out? So I don't know the answers to any of these questions. But if you read dry, then you will find them out. Um, probably just in the same timeline that I will. <laughs> Man, this is reminding me of a teen book, and I'm trying to remember. Is it the one by Mindy McGinnis called Not a Drop to Drink? No, this is that one, one where also like a water-based one. I think something hits the earth and it knocks out all sunlight. Okay. And so then there you can't grow things, and it's that survivalist mm-hmm. two teens next door to each other. Yeah. Fantastic! It was one of my favorite. Life as we knew it. Okay. Last survivors. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, water survival especially was going to be a hot topic in in teen books. But I had read Mindy McGinnis's Not mm-hmm. a Drop to Drink duology, um, and now I'm reading this one. And yeah, so I guess it's a little bit more prevalent than I thought. So. I think with all the, you know, right now we're kind of laughing is, oh, how many bodies did they find at the bottom of that lake as mm-hmm. it dries out? You know, but yeah. that also means everything's drying out. Mm-hmm. So... I see it being a prevalent topic. It's topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, pick up those books next time you're at the library, and uh, we will see you on the other side as we talk about NaNoWriMo. 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 So we spent that entire commercial break talking about what the word was for how you make water <laughs> from <laughs> from salt water, and I, I remembered it's a it's a desalination. Desalinization, maybe? Desalinization. Mm-hmm. See, we still don't know. <laughs> but Place. saline is salt. Yes, yes. So that yes. makes sense. We need to de-saline. Desalting. Yes, desalt it all. We need to desalt the water. But we do agree that, distillery, that distilleries and distillation is an act of water evaporating yes. out of something. So I think we're all right. And making alcohol. <laughs> not only alcohol. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about now. We are here. <laughs> I will always talk about gin. <laughs> we are here with our adult mm. services librarian, Scott Zuch. Zuch, you got it. did it. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about a holiday, uh, a little known holiday that is happening the month of November. And uh, what is that holiday, Scott? That is National Novel Writing Month, or Woo-hoo! the much more fun to say, NaNoWriMo. <laughs> NaNoWriMo. <laughs> it is more fun to say. I think we could just say it the entire time and I'd be happy. <laughs> uh, so NaNoWriMo, first of all, National Novel Writing Month. What uh, what what's the point? What do we need? Why do we need this? It's basically inspiration for people to sit down and say, if you've ever thought I need to write a book or I'd like to write a book mm-hmm. or I'd like to write something, yeah, it is incentive for you to sit down and, frankly, not think about it. Just plop down fifty thousand words in an ideal situation to say I have done it. Now I will edit it. Yeah. Well, oh, I love that. Why Why 50,000 words? What's What's the significance? I know that is the goal. I believe there is also <laughs> a some sort of significance to most books, depending on the genre, are around 50,000 words. So it's basically <laughs> if, you, if you sit down and you just write these words, you just like blah them out. Exactly. <laughs> onto your I computer. love blah them out. Well, <laughs> and that is... Pretty much, if you want to hit that 50,000, that is what you have to do. So. Right. I don't know what that math is, but that's a lo- still a lot of words a day. So, 
1,667 words. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. So for someone like me, it's where you can put your stream of conscious, those ideas that flow through my head. And I'm like, why is this in my head? Normal people don't think about this. That's what I'm supposed to be writing down. More or less, yes. Okay. Right. I mean, there have been so many times when I feel like I have a good idea and I'm like, that Mm -hmm. could be a book. But then you have to make the time. You have to, you know, get yourself in the right headspace. You have to sit down. You have to Mm -hmm. put it on paper. You might do it one day for an hour and then you never, ever, ever do it again. Yeah. So basically this month is the opportunity to keep it up. Exactly. And the focus is generally in November. It is not the greatest weather this Mm -hmm. week, notwithstanding. But uh, (laughs) it's not always great. So people will be inside, and it's an incentive to sit down, put yourself in that chair, and pound out those words. Well, and I think that the library, because, you know, we ask ourselves, like, where, where, do, where do we find the library, the public library in particular, in this context? And so where does that put the library for this particular month? Libraries in general are supposed to be good help for, well, everyone, really. Yeah. But <laughs> writers especially, since that's what we're talking about. Uh, not only in writing spaces, but in writing helps, writing guides, stuff like that, uh, gives you the ability to come in, get free Wi-Fi. Right. Get, uh, <laughs> so you don't just have to write if you think of a character situation. Like, Would that happen? You can search it up. There you are because mm-hmm. you have free mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Or if you need help with a character naming source book, we have that. Or mm-hmm. you're riding along at home and everything is hunky-dory and then your child steps on your laptop and smushes it. Absolutely. <laughs> and is... now you need a laptop. This sounds like some personal experience here. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else who's listening has kids who like to step on things that aren't floor. <laughs> the floor is lava. Yeah. yeah. My children will step on anything but floor. And I'm like, no, that was my laptop. No, that's your iPad. Why? Well, another option is, again... Not a real world example, I know, but maybe the power goes out. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah, been there, done that. Or your heat or your your AC. I mean, anything either way. So basically, the library for supporting National Novel Writing Month is here to kind of just be your place, to be Mm -hmm. your, 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 your place to, you know, keep your temperature controlled, Mm -hmm. (laughs) have your electronics. Yeah. Um, Possibly get away from your kids. Maybe so get they away. Don't yeah. Step on your electronics. <laughs> I hate when that happens. <laughs> uh, and so we're we're hosting it um, at the Delaware Main Library. We have Correct. specific things coming up this month. Of course, you can go to any library in the entire Delaware County District Library system. You can use our our Wi-Fi, our laptops, and you can set up at a table. But you're doing some very special things this month um, with dedicated space. Yes. Some libraries, well, some locations, period, can be a come-right-in location through National Novel Writing Month. And we have set up three dates starting tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, That will be, checking my notes here myself, that will be from 9 to 1130 is Mm -hmm. where we have our specific community room set aside for that, for writers to come in and kind of socialize and Mm-hmm. sit down and, and pound out their novel. And then it, that picks it back up again at 3.30. We did have someone that had reserved the area during that time. So there's a little bit of, of time time space where you don't 
Yeah, you can mm-hmm. go get lunch. I was, I was and say, you go can get go lunch, get a coffee. Go get coffee. There's a, <laughs> Come back. Quite a few bring areas. Bring me a coffee. Right. If you're going to go get coffee, let's just agree to bring Molly a coffee. Molly gets a coffee. So <laughs> I'm taking notes. I'm taking bribery notes as we speak. Yeah. It works, Scott. <laughs> okay. It works. <laughs> but yeah, go get something to eat. Relax somewhere else. Come back. Do more writing. And I mean, then, there's, there's also, I guess, there's nothing that says you have to stay the whole day if no, you want to hop no. in from 9 to 10.30 and say, well, I put down 500 words. I'm good for right now. Yeah, that's, yes. exactly. that's fine. I have to say, this is also great. So I made a choice, which is I married another extrovert, and the two of us talk a lot, right? <laughs> we actually been heard talking to each other in our sleep, which makes it <laughs> oh, hard why? when you're trying to focus and write. And I remember during COVID... I had to work on something, I, something for all of the library, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to write it, and I'm like, Lloyd, I just need like 30 minutes, and he's like, I'm on it. Oh. And he goes in the kitchen, and he talks out loud to the cat for 30 minutes, oh. <laughs> which was so sweet, because he was doing exactly what I asked, just not talking to me. But it would be a place I can go with other people who aren't going to talk to the cat out loud while I'm sitting there. Well, I think sometimes... The, just the aspect of community is nice, yes. too, um, because the idea of these write-ins not only is that the library is providing you space, but it's also providing you community. And so if there are two or three other people in that room with you who are also focusing on the same goal, yeah. there's a certain synergy that really comes into that room. I'm, I'm glad you said that because I actually am myself a NaNoWriMo winner from past years, a prior wow. library where I worked. Congratulations. Yes, Yay. A prior library where I worked uh, had three or four people that said, hey, let's do this. And I, it had always been a bucket list thing. And I thought, yeah, maybe someday when I'm, you know, when I don't have kids or I don't have it. And they have a house, I should say. And they said, do it now because who knows? So I was the only person that was able to finish it. But I can tell you. Oftentimes you are, I didn't have the, much of the, what you have is like the forums and mm-hmm. sure. the, the means of getting together. I, I mean, I'm sure they existed, but for me, it was just a very solitary pursuit. And yeah. that is what I'm trying to avoid in this situation uh-huh. is I know there are others that want to get together and connect and say, hey, I'm a writer. Hey, so am I. Uh-huh. That's why we're doing this. So oh, I love that. Are you are you joining the uh, the challenge this year? I unfortunately do not have the time to do it this year. Okay, but I am there for support. Um, as a matter of fact, I will be there this or tomorrow, I should say. Uh huh. So um, come say hi. Hey, I'm looking for the writer guy. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. me. The oh, writer so, guy. I yes. love it. And uh, I'll be more than happy to provide whatever support I can. That Scott um, guy with the crazy last name. Yes. And, <laughs> the Hungarian and, last name. Uh, I also have the uh, library's uh, NaNoWriMo account that you are welcome to connect with me. Oh, cool. Um, that Ooh. is, yes, because you can have buddies on the NaNoWriMo account. Uh, I am Scott at, and that is A-T, DCDL, because you're going to look by buddies. So oh, cool. Scott at DCDL, not the at sign, mm-hmm. the, the word AT. Oh, fun. That sounds awesome. I still have the same diary since I was 10. Oh, I'm only gosh. halfway through oh, it. Oh, my gosh. Scott, I need you to help remind me to write in my diary I've had since I was 10. <laughs> my sister bought it for me for Christmas. It should be finished. It's 30 some years does old. Does a diary ever actually get finished, though? Like, I mean, even if you fill it, aren't you supposed to go? 
Well, my mother's got many, many of them See? that I've read out loud to her. That is a fun activity that she does not approve of. <laughs> well, just bring them in here and read them on the radio. I feel like yeah. I, yes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. You just, oh, I guess, you just you know, did that, I just Scott. showed her how to. <laughs> I just showed her how to look up the radio station and listen to this, Scott. Oh, sorry. I'm going to get called out on that one. I have, I have no idea what you're talking about, That you misheard what I just said. <laughs> the funny thing is, it's lovely. And I wish she had written more because she doesn't know how well I have enjoyed this entire process. It's Yay. fantastic. I love this, Scott. Thank you. Thank you for saying so. Yeah, thank you for sharing NaNoWriMo with our listeners. And, um, yes, yeah, so all of the Saturdays in November... Um, you can join us at Delaware Main Library. We're a little bit broken up tomorrow, um, but that's all right. You can still come anytime and, yeah, enjoy your writing opportunity. Absolutely. And I should say the next two Saturdays, there are no breaks yeah. in that. It is just straight yeah. through from 9 to 5. Come by. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll we'll wrap up as we normally do with some of the programs that we have coming up at the library. Of course, tomorrow is Tommy Orange. We are well Woo-hoo! sold out for that. Woo-woo! Um, but we've got some other fun stuff. So, uh, Molly, you were saying you've got one particular. I've got one I'm really excited uh-huh. about. Um, we have one coming up Monday, November 14th at the Delaware Main Library called Seniors Against Fraud. Mm-hmm. It's with our wonderful uh, partners at SourcePoint. They're coming to talk about the types of scams targeting older adults, how you can protect yourself. I have to say, you know, my mom's really getting a, a good feel on when things are popping up. Mm-hmm. And she'll often save something on her screen and just go to a different screen to have me double check it but they're getting trickier and trickier and trickier Mm -hmm. and so anything that helps us be more aware of how they're trying to get our money our information you know i got a really good one that looked like it came from apple this week and it was it was really yeah it was really i've been getting the text and i for a long time i wasn't getting really creepy text it would be phone calls or emails Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. now i'm watching really carefully that if i get hey this is so and so or the you know, friend me on Facebook. Yeah. I've already friended you. I know you. Right. This isn't, I started trying to shame them after a while. Yeah. Shame Evelyn, on you. I know who you are. You're yeah. not really my friend. <laughs> well, that is, yeah, Monday, November 14th at 10 a.m. at the Delaware Main Library. Um, if you have tweens, which that's like ages 9 to 12, mm-hmm. um, at the Orange Branch Library on Monday night at 6.30. Um, it is our tween art explorers for this quarter. Um, they are going to be talking about owls, which is oh, adorable. Oh, I love it. So they'll be talking about history, some of the um, symbology of owls, and then at the very end, um, they'll be painting river rocks to look Ooh, like owls. Cool. I love finding those yeah. when people paint rocks. In the, mm-hmm. I love that. They're going to be super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, along the same lines, if you have a teen, a little bit older, 13 to 17, um, they can drop into the Orange Branch Library on Thursday, November 17th from 4 to 5, um, participate in our team, teen advisory board. Um, that means they get to tell the library what they want out of the library. We love that. Yeah. Come. If you know a teen, encourage them to join us. Yeah. And I think that is all we have time for. But always check out all of our things online. Go to DelawareLibrary.org and you can find everything your heart desires. <laughs> is that a big promise? That's a big promise. I think we can handle it. I think, Every- pr- I think we're pretty close we're to pretty it at least. Uh-huh. Anyway. All right. Well, Molly, thanks for being my co-host. Oh, I always love it. Scott, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Gage, as always, wonderful work behind the board. Thank you. And we will see you in the stacks.